This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Talk New York sports with us. 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, I don't know about today. We'll see if we can uh, make it not suck as we limp to the finish yeah, line we'll of this week. Best. Yeah, welcome to a summer Friday. You got Mac and Low for the final time this week. We yeah. did four out of five as uh, we had a little bit of a different arrangement this week. So just what McMonagle wants to do after a nice five-hour program yeah. with just the Mets playing last night. We're going to come talk another let's hour. Not, with... Let's do a quarter of a whole day. No problem. I'm I'm all about it. But, hey, honestly, today was the day to do the five hours because I know I have my three-day weekend approaching because right. it really does feel like a three-day weekend. It's a, I've, I've only had one so far. Yeah. But to walk out of here at 5 or now 6 a.m. and not have to be back until Monday and have pretty much all Friday, pretty much have all Saturday, and then feel like I have pretty much all Sunday – it feels like a three-day weekend, so yeah. that's today's the day to do six hours. So now my question is: so this, right now it feels like a three-day weekend. How mm-hmm. quickly will that yeah, I know. disintegrate? I'm sure, pretty quickly, <laughs> probably, <laughs> pretty was, quickly. Because you say you'll be back Monday, but really it'll be more like no, I know, Sunday Sunday night. Sunday. No, yeah. I understand that. I understand. And and then you get to that point where. <laughs> You know, I'm thinking about it all day, yeah, Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah you know, wake yeah. up Sunday, and the, the clock is right. counting down. Yeah. Tick-tock, tick-tock, as yeah. the great Eddie Scazzeri on the other side always loved to do for those of us going on vacation. Yeah, the anticipation is right? always What's the, the best exa- part. The right? exact line is it'll never, it's, it won't get any better than it is right now. Yeah. Is that How does that? Yes, yes. he's nodding in approval. No, he's, okay. he's, and he's right, too. There's nothing, <laughs> I, I, I think in most, in most things, the anticipation and the excitement for the actual trip or whatever is always better than the actual trip, because there's nothing worse than coming home from vacation. That's the, the pits. Usually, yeah. usually. Well, I, I mean, mean, every I now guess. and then, it's like enough right. already, right? Especially well, if you yeah, got well, young let, kids that well, are. Well, Disney, <laughs> Disney in August. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I'll let Even you know. Begging to come home. I know. Five hour shows. Sign me up. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's get back. Who cares what nothing's going on? Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. All right. So look, um, the Mets lost a baseball game. <laughs> it, it are you ha- struggling to talk Mets? No, not so much struggling. It's just like. Because I feel like we're. Oh, in, I got you. I don't. I don't. I don't think there's. You know, we're in no man's land. They're in, right you're in now. no man's land with them. Let, let, let's be honest. I mean, you're going to break down the Pete Alonso era that leads to the runs and the bullpen problems again, and 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 all that. And you know, there's still seven games out. And what are they going to do to deadline? And Fam's injury does right. that impact the idea of selling him? You know, that that's that's where we, you're at. We've kind of done all those things, but you mentioned Alonso. Not so much breaking down the specific error, yeah. but he's had a few issues mm-hmm. now in the field. Obviously, he's not hitting. So the over, I guess the broader conversation I'm looking to have is, and, and I don't think we're going to have a come up with an answer because if we could come up with an answer, the players and the teams would come up with an answer. But yeah. what the hell is happening to the, some of these big name players in I this know. town? And it's not just Alonzo, but no. like, I mean, let's go. And I'm sure I'm going to leave some guys off the list, but Alonzo, a shell of himself. Mm-hmm. Stanton, while he's hit five home runs in, yeah. in in the month of July, is not himself. No, Rizzo has gone off a cliff. Donaldson, we know. Jeff McNeil, who I know you were discussing uh, about an hour or so ago. 
Um, Starling Marte, I mean, you could say, okay, he had the core muscle surgery and now he's got the migraine, so yeah. maybe you give him a little bit of a pass. Um, and there's just so many guys who are just a shell of yeah. what they were or what we expect them to be. Yeah. Like, And in the I, case of, of Alonzo and Rizzo, off to good starts. Right. Alon- Alonzo is hitting home runs that you were like, my God, he's before gonna... the wrist injury. Yeah. It was, hey, he's in the MVP conversation in the early going. Yeah. yeah. So and I mean, you can point to the wrist injury and how quickly they came. He came back from it, but I mean, we're beyond that now. They're the beyond guy took that part now. In the Derby. I mean, yes. how much could it really be bothering? I agree. And he's he's hitting two hundred. His OPS is seven seventy. I mean, he's he's got the home runs. He's still probably going to hit forty home runs this year because that's just how strong a man he is. But no, he's 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 been brutal. I mean, it's to the point where you're playing the game of the broken bat single. In the it, can this turn this right, around yeah, for Pete? You play plug. the game in the post in the post game. It's can this turn it around for Pete Alonso? Sometimes when you take a bad swing and you get a little lucky, those kind of things can turn it around. But yeah, he's awful. And you're right. There's a handful of guys on both of these teams that you can't. Just, and and you can't. You know, some of them you could attribute it to age, but that doesn't apply overall here. I mean, yeah. certainly not with Alonso. No. I don't think Stan's at that point yet. McNeil shouldn't be at that point yet. It's just I don't know if it's if it's some guys. Who, well, yeah. See again with with Alonzo because it's been such a almost tale of two seasons. I would, okay. You want to throw the pitch clock out there and the rule changes, but no because yeah. Alonzo was was flying high. Yeah. And I just have no I I have no grasp or concept of like what I'm watching. I mean, I can give you an idea. Yeah, I'd love it. I, I, mean, I, I like, need you to. If you, I really, need you to convince if you really, me. I'll I'll tell you what I think the main problem is with all of this. Yeah. Aaron Boone. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that Aaron Boone is the problem. I'll tell you what. and You set that one up nicely. Yeah, I thought like you that. actually had a legi- <laughs> no. legitimate no. theory. No, it. I'm pretty sure it's Aaron Boone or Brian Cashman. <laughs> one of those two guys are to blame for it. There's no doubt about it. Oh, man. I, I have no idea. No, I, I, I don't know what the hell's gone on. And especially off of, I mean, McNeil, there was a little bit of that that idea too, because he had a down year two years ago. And yeah. it's, it, you're wondering if he's almost a reliever where it's up, down, up, down. But there was that idea that, it was, you know, paralysis by analysis. Like that, the whole team was the, the the hitting coach approach was just it was too much information. He needed to do less see ball, hit ball. That's the kind of hitter he is. And then last year he has the great year, wins the batting title, and you figure, okay, why would he ever dip again? And now to have this season where he's just, I mean, his, what's his OPS? Six hundred, six thirty. That's a great question. I mean, uh, it's there, just his batting average is is eighty points lower than last year. His his OPS is damn near a hundred points lower than last year, if yeah, not more like than that. Between six thirty and six forty. That's that's a awful baseball player. Shockingly bad. That's shockingly bad. So I, I have no idea what's going on with them. But yeah, I mean, and you wonder if uh, Alonso's letting it bother him defensively, and you know that was the question after the post game, uh, after the game in the post game. I don't know if it. It's hard not to. I think he's the kind of guy who wears his emotions on his sleeve. For I don't sure. think there's any doubt. I mean, you saw so, his, just his reaction just oh, yesterday to the yeah, air. I mean, yeah. I'm not knocking him for it. We talked yeah. about it on uh, what was that Thursday morning show about the Yankees and showing some emotion. I don't, yeah. you know, I don't mind that. You want to know that these yeah. guy that matters and that they care. Which, by the way, did you see Kelnick? I saw he got hurt, but how, yep. oh, he got hurt doing something. Kicked the water cooler. Oh, okay, I just saw and the broke, and broke his foot. All right, I saw the notification See? about the broken foot. I That's did what not I was know saying. With Canley, you can't be kicking really the fan. Broke his foot kicking a plastic water cooler. Yep, broke his foot out. You know, for pretty much the rest of the huh. season, and he was in tears. Wow, he's in tears trying to apologize to his team. You know, wow, that's rough. He, he was water cooler yeah. with the cleat on, and he broke his foot. Broke his foot. They don't I, even say toe. They say he broke his foot. Huh. I saw the um, 
You see the video of the I forget what team it was the other night the assist the third base coach who got hit by the foul ball and yeah. broke his leg fractured yeah. his fibula I think it was yeah, crazy and he didn't even go down he was standing there like it clearly hurt him but yeah. it was kind of like ah I'm all right I'm, I'm all gonna right. walk yeah. it off fractured leg yeah. God crazy. I mean that you get to understand you know exit velo hard baseball and it's, it's also not his fault older man well, yeah. well sure yeah the circumstances are completely different right. but he's like freak injury type yeah. deals wow yeah. That's and things. and he was off to a, he's another guy off to a great start and cooled off and they've had a de- terrible year the the Mariners but I, I, or at least you know they're five hundred they were supposed to be you well know, yeah team off year. of last year yeah. and the talent that they've accrued offensively yeah you had you had higher expectations for what you thought they would be this year yeah I mean it's and it's not I, I uh, let me preface or not preface but let me admit that I understand this is not we're not dealing just with our two teams here in New York like yeah. this is happening to a lot of guys and teams throughout baseball but obviously we're gonna it's an focus epidemic. on it a lot more here because that's what we care about we don't care as much about the yeah. Seattle no, Mariners and, as we do the Yankees and the Mets and if you look at like the Cy Young the Cy Young candidates from last year uh, Alcantara is, Alcantara, yeah, Alcantara had nine Alcantara losses to, already yeah, yeah I mean he's awful yeah and they're in free fall that's that's one team they they're out of the I think they're tied for the last playoff spot with Philadelphia now. So that one I can explain a little bit, and maybe this is wrong, but like the the obvious thing I jumped to there is the amount of innings and pitches he threw last, last year. year and led the league. Now, and and I'm a proponent of wanting to see the pitchers throw more, and that we've mm-hmm. gotten that you know we baby them and not enough innings, not enough pitch count, you know, this this that and the other thing. Yeah. But it seems like that's had a bit of an effect on yeah, it. Yeah, probably. And listen, we we can have that argument, but. The fact of the matter is that that needs fundamental change from the ground up. It's been so many yeah. years entrenched in how it's done that you can't just suddenly, like you know, start no. to push Al- Alcantara and and hope it works. Like, and not even at the minor league level, like that's yeah. trickled all the way down into no doubt. you know youth baseball. And and because we live in a world now in a society or a country, I guess I should say, where mm-hmm. it's not just little league baseball in the spring. You know, you're playing right. summer ball, you're playing fall ball, you've got travel teams, you got tournaments, you got this, you got that. Yep. It's a lot, so I I, I recognize you got tea boy. You got to bring much. snacks. You got to figure out who's you know bringing the fruit punch. I mean, I understand. What is the go to snack oh. these days? Uh, for for my na- my the little league for my son, the yeah. go to without question was the uh, juice boxes or the honest juice box. Okay, is almost everyone. Kinda, some of them yeah, come the in pouches, but side, yeah, right? on the natural yeah. side, it, it tastes like you know it tastes like grape flavored water. Really, yeah, yeah, to be honest yeah. with you, and then. Very popular are just um, uh, like bags of uh, like uh, baby carrots and then chips. Bag chips. Yeah, bag chips, like small bags of chips. Yeah. Um, another one is um, Rice Krispie Treats. Mm-hmm. Sure. See, I was always, it was just, uh, it was orange slices. That was I, it. Well, I know. No, but now it's and there wasn't even. But well, now way, you that sign was up. For soccer. Now you get baseball. The, there were yeah. no snacks. Well, it's, diff- <laughs> it's different. Like I don't know if your parents would pack you snacks, but like or the coach or whatever. Like now it's you get the email. It's your turn. Here's the sign in sheet. You can pick a week, and that week you're responsible for snacks for the whole team. And then you know you you bring it down there, and you know you got to prepare for siblings because there might be siblings there oh, who yeah, also want to oh, yeah, want some. So make sure you not, bring more than just you know sure. enough for nine kids. Make sure it's like 18, 20 kids. So yeah, that's you know that's the world today. Yeah, but that's fine because my kids eat too. You know, uh, absolutely. They, they they go through other people's snacks, and then you know who's like really the the people who are spending too much money on yeah. snacks. Yeah. Speaking of youth sports and the world today, so uh, my oldest, who is seven, 
is prepping for his first season of tackle football. Nice. I, I say tackle right. very loosely in mm-hmm. air quotes because it's instructional. You know, they're not going to be doing a ton of hitting. It's not going to be all that physical. It's sort of like an introduction. Yeah. But this is, uh, it's not Pop Warner. This is uh, AYF, which I guess is American Youth Football or whatever. So Good that's guess. the that's the league that they have in my town. But very, very strict from the, the ground up. And my wife volunteered to be the team mom. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say that it's much more involved than she yeah. probably thought when she raised her hand. And I would say that for the last couple of weeks, it has sort of become the uh, the dominant topic and yeah. time spender in oh. our like. I've not seen. I mean, listen, I've been working a lot. She works. Sure. Kids got summer at camp. This, that, the other thing. But um, yeah, I, I feel like I've kind of taken a a back seat to having mm-hmm. to deal with. Like, there's the when I tell you. I mean, I had like the upper levels of school. Let's say from middle school on, you'd have like the the three ring binders, sure. right? That you'd put all your stuff in. So this is this massive, fat, probably like the biggest size three ring binder that they make. Mm-hmm. And each kid gets like his own section. She's got the dividers. She's got the. What, uh, what does Team Mom do exactly? Right. So they have to collect all the paperwork. There's okay. like a million waivers and information yeah, sure. you got to sign out. They need or uh, fill out. You get you have original birth certificate copies seals <laughs> you know like each the, the amount of the stack of paperwork for each individual player they have to have a headshot mm-hmm. so she's had to go and collect all these things there have been multiple nights they get uh, a certain equipment assigned and rented out to them from the league that's got to be documented so like and she's got to wow. carry around this book everywhere to, to the preseason stuff the practices certainly the games oh and you go in the fall it's it's essentially like a it's a travel league just from the standpoint that you play other towns yeah and there's someone that checks the information and the birth certificates against the kids yeah. week in and week out at age seven. Oh. So yeah, is there a, is there still a uh, a weight limit? Uh, not in this league. It is no? age. It's okay. not done by weight. I think okay. that might. I don't. I could be speaking out of school. Yeah. I think that's a Pop Warner thing. Yeah, if well, I'm not mistaken, it's a, it's a Franklin Square Warrior thing. Oh, I okay. Can tell you that. There you go. Many many of embarrassing moments. It was. It never made any sense to me. I can't weigh a certain amount, but like you know, Joey, the running back, literally weighs thirteen pounds. Like, but that's that's no problem. But I got I I I got to wait and you know, and and there's certain amount of of equipment that you were you could take off. Like you didn't have to wear your rib cage. Yeah. You didn't have to wear your cleats. So I'm literally you walk into a shed surrounded <laughs> by by forty five year old men sitting there. You know, with whistle, you know, with hanging whistles and just like what sweating, could go wrong? Yeah. sweating, and you walk into the to step on the scale. And then, you know, you do everything. You don't eat at all. And then there would be me and my buddy Mike, and we'd get weighed, and I'd make it, I'd not make it, I don't know. And then as soon as we stepped out of the shed, there came our fathers running with, like, knishes and bagels so we could (laughs) eat something before the game because you can't put an ounce of food in your stomach before the game because you're literally down to the ounces on so you could play football. So I I have a a lot of bad memories Mm -hmm. of... of Pent-up emotions. Pent-up emotion about trying to... Scars in general. About yeah, being poked and prodded and being too fat to play football. Mm. Funny you mentioned uh, not being able to eat. And now this was, I only just saw this come out this week, and I guess it was an interview he did a couple of years that, I don't know, maybe didn't get a lot of play, but it resurfaced this week for some some reason. Did you see where Jerry Rice, he said that before Super Bowls, mm-hmm. when any Super Bowl he played in, he basically wouldn't eat or sleep the night before the game. Stayed up all night, no food, fully locked in on mental preparation, no. focus on all the yeah, plays. Yeah, that's crazy. you imagine that? Yeah, no. I would think Hey, you got to get a good night's sleep. Yeah. got to put the food in your body. Yeah. Basically, stayed up all night and fasted. Wow. 
How about that? That, that is weird. That's surprising. So just for the Super Bowl? For the for the Super Bowls. Multiple. Yeah, well, I know. That's, but I'm, I'm saying, that, but not the, the playoff story, games. As the story the read or as, the, as yeah. he told the story? Yeah. I don't know. That's maybe uh, embellished a little I, bit. I mean, but. I do think fasting puts you in a good mental state. I really do think that. I, mental I've, state, yeah, sure. But physical, I don't think you can go out and play the I mean, Super obviously Bowl. it worked for him. Like, he's not going to eat any. He's not going to have an orange slice right before kickoff. Yeah, I mean, that's I, mean I wonder if some of it's embellished a little yeah, bit. I mean, staying up yeah. all night, no sleep. Yeah. Interesting. Bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> hey, worked out okay for him. I mean, especially yeah. against the uh, Chargers. Good God. That's well, it worked for everybody yeah, on the, on the Niners true. that day. <laughs> <It did. laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, it is a summer Friday with not a lot going on from a sports perspective. So, of course, I had an idea to get real deep here with Mac a little bit later on in the show. Okay. And uh, one of your callers uh, stole my thunder and, and brought up the very topic that I wanted to get into kind of late in your show. But that's all right. Oh, okay. We'll still circle back to it. Sure. And I'll push you and prod you a little deeper to make you uncomfortable because normally when I sit here and do this with Al. That's what he, he does likes to, you. to Not on purpose, but he likes to, um, I guess, present things or bring up things that normally Jerry just wouldn't have any patience for or not entertain. Right. Often it gets political. I'm not going to do that to you. Please, yeah, thank you. But we're going to go down maybe a little bit more of like a big picture life philosophical path on this summer Friday. Sounds good. I like so it. So there's your, there's what you have to look forward to. As we continue here, Mac and Low on a Friday morning, you've got Gio and Jerry Recco, right. back at the top of the hour on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. I'm going to bring this one back because judging by the look on uh, Max's face, he has yeah, I don't no idea. So I usually like to lay out and see if he wants to sing yeah. or chime in or something along those lines. Doesn't look like that's going to happen here. At least not here coming no, out of the first break. Not we'll, this one. We'll give it another shot. Uh, yeah, you got me. What's, what's this break? one, Eddie? You might know it when you get to the chorus. Uh, okay. Which I don't know when that is. I was going to yeah, say, no, about no. how long is it going to take <laughs> us to get there? It might take a while. It's REM, early REM. Oh, early REM. Okay. Wow, that is. I have no feel for what what would early REM be as far like, as I like think a year. First out, like, oh gosh. Are we talking eighty one? Yeah. I was going to say early eighties. Okay. Yeah. All right. Before either of us were born. I didn't even sure. realize it's it's got such like a kind of country. I was going to say that like I wouldn't have guessed a folk. But now that I, now that you said yeah. that, yeah, I could tell it's him. I can tell it's uh, Michael Stipe. Very different compared to mainstream or. Yeah. Pop radio REM that we know. 
All right, well, here comes the chorus oh, okay, after 120. I was going to say, right now, everybody hurts, so let's move on. No, don't know this one. You might like uh, early Aria. I, I know. I mean, I've listened to some. Uh, I mean, I go back at the the first album uh, with uh, the song "Earth Starts with an Earthquake." That's later. Though. Is that later? Oh, much. Oh, okay. See, for well, you and the, I, feels yeah, that, early, but yeah, that's the one before Green, which was the big hit album with um, uh, obviously uh, what's their big hit? Losing, uh, losing, losing my, my religion. religion. Yeah. Had a lot of half a world away is a great. I, I don't know that I could name more than two or three happy shiny people. Right, yeah, I don't know the names. No, honey, no. shiny Maybe if I heard them. But. Everybody hurts. Yeah, that one I know. That's true. Their second album, <clears throat> Reckoning. Reckoning. Mm. 1980, I don't. Yeah, nineteen eighty four. Eddie's chance to show off with the music yeah, this week, <laughs> <laughs> as he wraps it up on a Friday himself. And as, a fan, not a fan. You have to listen again. What do you think of that song? Yeah, eh, not my favorite. I yeah. like. I am a fan of REM. Uh, but I don't know that one. It was I, pleasant. I just yeah, I don't bad. think I, it would have taken me a long time to land on REM. Yeah, I would have never landed on REM. Or that, right, right. All right, a couple thoughts here to, uh, to kind of set up the weekend here with okay. the baseball locals before we dive into, delve into some other items. Uh, because we're, I mean, we could be like seven to ten days away from really needing the football locals to uh, <laughs> to take to We take could over. be. And I know you, you tried to mix in a little uh, football on your overnight program. and took the... Dip the toe in. Dip the toe in. People, check the people want to yell about baseball. People are not there yet. Not there yet. But it could be. Uh, in I just thought it was order. the f- it was the first day of camp, like a, yeah. a little exciting for one so, team. Uh, yeah. I know, but still, it's just mm-hmm. a, a f- they're talking Super Bowl over there. I just thought it would be a time to just like yes. maybe, especially no Nike. I mean, I know the the Mets did play, but it was earlier yeah, in the day. Right. Just no Yankees. Yankees. Off, like sure. let's just take a breath of fresh air and think. Hey, we mm-hmm. actually have some optimism with our football. Teams. Sure. Aaron Rodgers called the expectations spectacular. Yeah, but nobody they're real. And they're spectacular. Apparently, nobody wanted any optimism on this uh, early Friday morning. Ah, uh, well, people want to. You know, people like to be upset and they want complain, yep, angry. That's yeah, it. They want to roll understand. in the ashes. Well, speaking of which, uh, the Yankees do get back to work tonight at mm-hmm. home against the Royals. I mean, we kind of threw this out there yesterday a little bit, but um, looking more closely at tonight's starter for the Royals, just because the Yankees have struggled with these no-name pitchers here mm-hmm. uh, in recent uh, recent days, games, weeks. So you've got this. Alec Marsh going tonight. Mm-hmm. Rookie 25-year-old. You look at the numbers. 0-3 with a 5.40 ERA. Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what gives the Yankees trouble recently. But I pull up his game log. And in his last outing against the Tampa Bay Rays, who I know they've been struggling. Yeah. Six innings, two runs, 11 strikeouts. So are we looking at another <laughs> double-digit strikeout? Yes, strikeout we are. Unbelievable. The are you serious offense. with that? So I'm dead serious. I know. I'm looking at it, too. Yeah. Last time out, last week, last Saturday. Now again, the I mean, Rays really, have been he, in a even bad before way. that, I'm, even before that, he it goes was the first start against the Dodgers. I mean, yeah. Listen, when you only have three starts yeah. and you're not throwing a lot of innings, right? That ERA, he's can, actually. I mean, he's it, been fine. The, the ERA is actually misleading a little bit because right. he went six innings, two two runs, five innings, two runs, and then his first start against the Dodgers was four innings, five runs. Yeah, so I, I couldn't tell you what kind of you know what this guy has. And he's what, five, he, eleven sure strikeouts, five five. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a rookie. I don't know. Never seen him before. Right. That's that usually goes plays into the Yankee uh, problem. So never seen him before. Coming <laughs> off two decent starts, struck out eleven. Before. Never seen the guy before. Yeah, yeah. And then eleven strikes, eleven strikeouts last outing. Yeah, this is this is bad news. Yeah, it's just set up it's for just, first game back from the trip off the day, the day off, one yep. and five. I mean, it, sure, I, Rizzo's a mess. They can't lose yeah. this game. 
Like they can't, the game? They can't lose the games, <laughs> sure they man. Could. No, they can't. They, could. they can't afford to lose these games. They got to win. I mean, theoretically, I don't know. It depends on how the organization treats these games moving into the deadline, which I don't know if it'll have an impact. I think they're setting what they want to do. I think they want to add. They want to sell. They want to get underneath the one, the, this new luxury tax by, yeah. by shedding a million dollars and then somehow tell you they got better. We I, like to, and I know in year, there have been years where the Yankees certainly often have made the like high-profile acquisition or certainly the, the brand name, the name we're all familiar with. I feel like this year has the makings of, for both teams mm-hmm. where it's going to be marginal. Yeah, That's my feel. I, I, I could be I, dead wrong. We have the same feel, unless they surprise us and do something big. But I mean, I, I just can't imagine they're talking about they're talking about cutting payroll. And honestly, the Yankees haven't played well enough to make them think otherwise. Like that's part of it too. Like it sucks, and and the idea of it pisses me off. But at the same time, they just lost to St. Louis, the Cubs, mm-hmm. Colorado, and the Angels. Mm-hmm. I mean, they lost and had all a chance of those to series. win the series against Baltimore after taking the first yeah. two, and then ended up splitting yeah. and losing the last one if, in if, horrible fashion. Yeah. If they were right now a game out and played better over the last two weeks, I mean, then I would really be pissed off at the yeah. idea of selling. But I understand if the organization is hesitant to add to this team, and and it also they know how Judge is doing better than we do. If Judge is three, four weeks away, then really, what's the point? You know, if Judge is a week away, all right. So I don't know where he is, how he's feeling. Even if they if he comes back, how much is he DHing? Like these are all questions that they know, or at least have a better answer to than we do. So. I'm I'm very curious to see how they treat this deadline, but I, I'd be surprised if they just flat out sell. Do we see Judge before the deadline? My gut says yes. I now. would hope so. Yeah, my gut says yes. He's running the bases. I, I think they're going to forego any sort of real rehab or or you know or, or games. Or, I think yeah. they're just going to. It's funny because they're sending everybody else under the sun yeah. on a rehab assignment. They can't. Yeah, they don't have to run Judge back out there. They don't have the time. They don't have the time. He'll have, he'll he'll do a simulated game and get out there. All right. Well. You're right on paper against these Royals because then you get two two against the Mets, three yep. against the Orioles. Who and we're going to see Verlander uh, in one of those Met games. Yes, as it lines up, they they are. So I had said this uh, on yesterday morning's morning show that um, the Orioles had taken over first place by percentage points, and they go out and beat the Rays last night, mm-hmm. and they're actually three up on Tampa in the loss column. Amazing now because of a differential in the total games. How played, the so. mighty have fallen, right? That was oh no one the, the Rays of they're off to see such ya. a start yeah. that no one. Will ever get they got caught by the Baltimore Orioles. Yes, they did. Yes, Unbelievable. they did. And so you got Evan. Did you see Evan's tweet? Since he called them out, they the Rays. Yeah, since he called out the Rays and was like Bedencourt, who Tyler Walls, what spooked them? Spooked them. Uh, thirty-three or thirty-two and thirty-three since that moment. All right, not awful. No, but 500, 500. as opposed to the team that didn't lose. For no, I know that. that. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you play 500 ball when you build up a huge lead. Yeah, Someone's got to yeah. come get you. So the Orioles have done that. So kudos to them uh, as they obviously have uh, accrued a lot of young talent over the last couple of years and now finally starting to get themselves headed in the right direction. Sure. From a Mets standpoint, I'm very I, – I am, I would say, even more – even though I am a Yankee fan, I have more interest – in the Met game tonight from the standpoint of I want to watch Kodai Sanga at Fenway yeah. and see what that looks like. Yeah. Because, I mean, I mean, look, I think the environment, for whatever reason, has been a factor for him at times. The Early on, it was the splits. He was pitching much better at City Field than on the road. Then he had that great start in Arizona, and it was like, oh, you know, roof closed, indoor, maybe more comfortable. So I'm yeah. curious to see how he fares in one of the more quirky ballparks out there. As mm-hmm. we know from watching the Yankees all these sure. years, strange things seem to happen there. 
Uh, I would think he'll be facing one of his countrymen. We talked about Masataka Yoshida on yesterday's yep. show, and a, and a Red Sox team that I don't have a great feel for. Yeah, we uh, talked about this yesterday. Yeah, yeah we they did. were they yeah. were as hot as any team in baseball, and then they they got they lost two out of three to Oakland. So I don't I don't know. I don't like their pitching, but their lineup has potential to be pretty good. You know, different guys have stepped up. Um, but yeah, you're right. I I don't know how to feel about it. But going into Fenway is tough, and they've played well. Pretty much the month of July, they've played well and and got themselves back into the race when they were down and out for a while. So it's not an easy task right now, especially, let's be honest, the Mets, they're struggling. Yeah. I mean, even though they, they took, they they got took three. two out of three out yeah, of Chicago. Yeah, they had the three, I, three I don't, straight wins. You know, the the offense exploded a little bit, but I... Yeah, yesterday, again, you get two runs. You know, Quintana gives you five innings, yeah. two-run ball. Lonzo makes the error in the sixth. Bang, four runs for the White Sox, and away you go. And away you go. And the yeah. bullpen's still tough, and that's a tough building for a bullpen. You know, like you said, it's quirky. And I don't know, Sanga doesn't go deep into games too often. That's you could if they're in the bullpen the fifth, sixth inning. Yeah. He's come trouble. he's come along because he's I mean, listen, when you're when you have these starts where things are clicking and 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 you know you're getting through these innings and all of a sudden you know pitch counts down, you can work a little deeper into the game. I do like that he seems like a guy that maybe early on in the starts, if you don't get him, yeah, then 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 you're gonna you don't really have much of a well, shot. Yeah, I think he's actually I think he's shown he's pretty tough. Yeah, like he he makes the pitch when he has to. He gets out of jams. He doesn't. I mean, how many how many times have we seen him walk the first two guys of an inning and figure his way out of it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I think he's pretty you know confident and I and I that when he's got the ghost pitch working, it's as good a swing and miss pitch as there is really in baseball. And he feels he could throw it at any time, and he gets out of jams all the time. I think he's a tough, a tough competitor, and he really is good at getting and uh, you know making that big pitch when he has to. He's so. been good, Very you know. Good. If you get the you know, Scherzer and Verlander, want to tell you they figured out their sliders now. Right. So if that's going to be the case, Quintana is. I right. think yesterday is pretty much what you hope for. You know, five, six innings, couple of runs keep you in the game. Yeah. Carrasco is kind of the the wild card there, but right now it's going to come back to the offense because. Yeah. With Alonzo struggling as much as he is, and you just like, you don't get the sense that like as a as a collective unit they're going to get rip roaring hot here yeah. and really go on any well, sort of yeah. run. And now no fam who's been I don't know how long we'll see. He he barely yeah. missed any time with the the. He groin said before. this one he felt wasn't as bad as the one a couple weeks ago, so okay. he's cautiously optimistic. Okay. But who knows? Well, listen, he, it was weird because he ran out onto the field and then they made the decision. It yeah. wasn't even so. Maybe he wasn't feeling that bad, but. If he misses any time, kind of time, Marte is now on the IL. They called up Vientos. Uh, you'll see. I mean, at least he's going to get some run, I would think. Now, no matter what the case, <laughs> we is. always say that. I know, then, but <laughs> and then they find Bunk ways. Bunk sure hates those kids. Yeah, DJ Stewart back out there. <laughs> yeah, well, let's get the. I mean, you act like DJ Stewart has been good for us, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's been good. I mean, we like DJ Stewart. Yeah, so we'll see. Viento so far, obviously, there's not. It's not a large sample size. No, I kind of. I feel about him at the major league level kind of like what had happened with the Yankees with Esteban Florial, where he'd come up, right. they'd give him a game or two, he wouldn't hit, then he'd find himself back on the bench and then mm-hmm. back in the minors. So, yeah. I mean, not look, one hits lefty, one hits righty, one's an outfielder, one's not. I mean, I'm not saying that. And one's had more. Player, I mean, but, that's happened several times for. They've called him up several times. With Florial, you're yeah. saying. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's had. He's had a little bit more run than. Vintos. I want. I'm curious. You know what? I'm going to look at that real quick. I bet the at bats overall. At the big league level, are closer than you think. Okay. If you want to vamp for me for a second there, I can sure. Find that. I think you're wrong, <laughs> and I think you're going to find, no matter how much typing you do on your magic little typewriter, that the numbers Ta-da. are going to be 
far different because Florio over be the course over the course of his career has had many more at bats. Mm-hmm. Many more. So at-bats. Esteban Florial uh-huh. had three at bats in 2020. Okay. 20 at bats in 2021 uh-huh. and 31 last year. Okay. Grand total of 54. Okay, 54 at bats. Yeah. It's, it's less than I thought. Mark Vientos, 81. Okay. See? There you go. They they would call Florial well, up and it was like man, it was he'd a get a more, game or two. Yeah, but that's over the course of six three with five Ks and then take a seat, son. <laughs> three years versus yeah. two. So yeah, we'll see about Vientos. Obviously, well, he didn't hit any game winning home game tying home runs against Tampa Bay. That's for sure. So I mean, at least Vientos showed you something. Yes, yes, I would agree. Florial oh ninety seven. Yeah, see. Uh, no, the, that was that was last year. Okay. One eighty five for his big league career, and Vientos is one seventy three. But we don't do batting averages. No. So. I mean, p- point being. Show me the slug. Cups of coffee for both with yeah. uh, very little impact. So for the Met fans' sake, they hope that Vientos this time around can uh, and give both a little are, bit more pop. And both killing it in the uh, well, yeah, that's, that's yeah. And not just going back down, but going back down. In, right. And very productive. Very productive. 100%. Yep. All right. So that sets the table for you with the baseball locals for the weekend. We'll step aside. And when we come back. Uh, I'm going to try to get very deep here with my man Chris McMonagall and get to his core and find out what he's about and what he stands for. Others have tried before. Uh huh. And failed. Yes. <laughs> Shouldn't hang me on a hook, Johnny. Now the um, the wild card, the, the sort of X factor to this, as I set all of this up when we come back, is that uh, the Eddie Scazzari on the other side will probably shoot me down with his uh, scientific scientific facts. Yeah. So we can look forward to that. As we continue, Mac and Low, Friday morning warm up program here on the fan. Try to see it my way. Oh, do I have yeah, to keep yeah. on This song I do know. I Even I know. It's a tough song. song to sing, though. Why yeah. do you see it your way? Does the risk of knowing that our love may soon be gone? We can work it out. We can work it out. Life is very short. Skip the head. No, I know. But I, just, I didn't think we'd want to hear me sing the whole song. I don't know, man. On key and tune again. Sounded uh, good to me. Not bad. You're not getting bad. compliments from the overnight callers on it. So. Doing something right. Yes, we are. All right, we're back. Mac and All Lowe. right, let's dive deep. Yeah, so, of course, Harry, I was Let's see if you can was, find the gooey center core of me. I was worried I was going to, you know, leave too much time for this, and now mm-hmm. we have, like, six minutes for it. Okay. <laughs> well, so, that's, how, that, it's, uh, that's how many licks it takes to get to the center of the Tootsie Pop? That's, well, six minutes you're concerned is too much time? I don't know. Eddie might shoot me down in 30 seconds here. Really? Um, I don't well, know. Are you going to ask me if I, like, enjoy my birthday or something? No, 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 no. Eddie's going to jump all no, over No, you it. had the caller, and I, I meant to bring this up yesterday, I never got to it, but you had a caller uh, late in the late in your overnight show bring up about the what are the House Committee hearings on the the, the UFOs or yes. now they're calling them UFAs or UAPs, okay, unidentified aerial phenomena. Okay. So I want to know where you stand on this. Mm-hmm. If you believe that we uh, are alone, if there right. is uh, extra terrestrial life out there, yes. we'll start there, okay. and then I'll kind of. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate and just keep firing questions okay. away at you. And well, I'm sure I would, I'll piss Eddie off along well, the way. Well, I'm hoping Eddie agrees with this statement. I don't think there's much doubt. I think it's pretty much a guarantee I that said, we I'm are not alone in yeah. the universe. Yeah. That is, there are, uh, you know, I, I believe this is correct. I, they, they came up with a system, and I learned this in science class. They had a system in the 80s where they literally looked at every star. Every star that we see is a sun that has planets. And there are literally endless planets out there. Doesn't so that... to think that we are the only one with intelligent life on right. it is preposterous. So, yes. yes, there is without question life out there 
somewhere. Okay, now I know Eddie believes that because yes. he's a big alien science guy. So that's yeah. all that's all well and good. Now, yeah. here's where we 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 attempt to get deep. Are you somebody like do you allow yourself when you just said that about the every star and the sun and the planets like Yes. Do you get overwhelmed when you stop and think about how minuscule we are? <laughs> no, I do not get overwhelmed. I think about it. It's it's almost comforting sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's mind blowing it, to it, me no, when I actually stop and think yeah, about it. No, it is mind blowing, but sometimes it helps put problems into perspective. Well, sure. A yes. little bit like, I mean, does it really matter in the scale? Like, of look things? at us sitting right here in this studio yeah. and like how consumed we yeah. are with sports right. in America on <laughs> Earth. <laughs> I know. Like, Zoom out. What? <laughs> I mean, it's we are uh, much. You know, it's much. Di- I mean, we are a speck in the. You know, I mean, it's. I mean, I saw, I think, I forget the name of the comedian, but he was talking about this, that we are like all on a flying rock right now, yeah. running around. He's like, and we're all made out of molecules. Like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, we, like, the, the things like, we just accept as <laughs> yeah. like, oh yeah, whatever. Right, the big exactly. Deal? Yeah, no, we're all made out of the same material. Yeah, sure thing. <laughs> like, it's just, but yeah, no, I, it is amazing to think about and can be, I don't know about overwhelming. I find it the other way. Sometimes it's comforting to think of like, ultimately... It's not that big a deal. I like that. Yeah. Positivity, a positive uh, yeah. perspective of Because I think of it like this. So, okay. Again, to go back to your example about the, the stars and then the sun and the planets. So, like, if we had the ability to, like, instantly tra- teleport or yeah. bring somebody here uh-huh. or whatever it would be. Yeah. Like, trying to explain to them our everyday society, like, social media, for lack of a better example. Okay. Like, just... Having someone who parachuted in, knowing nothing from, about from, Earth, from, from, the pl- from another from planet, where, wherever planet, okay. galaxy, universe, yeah. whatever you name it, yeah, like the things that are so important to us on right. a day to day basis that we consume ourselves with, yeah, and trying to explain that foreign concept to someone of another. Well, being I mean, I, I would, I would, I would think that on some level they have things that I suppose that we would deem trivial. That's what's that, fascinating. That, yeah, no, I understand that, huh. but yeah. No, that I would think that life is. You see, that's what's weird. Like, because then the thought is, is this is the one I question about when you think about what aliens look like and what they're supposed to be and all that. Like, the one I question is, all right, there's no doubt that we are not alone. The amount of Somewhere planets out there, yeah. there is a. But the question I have: Are we at the right distance away from the sun, our sun, that created life, mm-hmm. and that? this is kind of the way that life can exist so that there isn't many very different ways. Like you have to be within a certain distance from the sun. Right. Scenario. Like like life has to be created under certain circumstances that we happen to have hit right. And so ultimately, yes, there's life out there, but would it be drastically different? Or is this like the one way that life actually functions? And there's just no doubt that, Another planet is just the same distance from the sun uh-huh. in the same rotation, uh, created an atmosphere just like All it. Those and we're not, maybe not human exactly the same eyebrows. I don't know, not sure. exactly the same, but ultimately where it wouldn't be just dramatically different. They wouldn't be 10 feet tall with different skin. And that, was like, the, would what, it be, that was the description in Vegas a few right, months no, back or whatever. So that's what I wonder. Like, would life still look relatively similar, mm-hmm. even for you know, distant planets, because this is the miracle of life. It has to be precise. And we just got lucky enough to be on a planet that found it. Yeah. And that other planets, you can't be where Neptune is from a sun and create life. So would it all be 
the same. Well, you know what I'm saying? What do you think? Xenobiologists call that this the Goldilocks zone. Okay. The, the perfect zone. <laughs> right. Not too hot. Not, not too, too cold, cold. Not the bed's not too big. Not That's too small. Amazing. Hence the Goldilocks. <laughs> right. So do you do you believe in that? That, it, that well, there are uh, theories that life exists on some of the moons of either Jupiter or Saturn. Okay. Under the ice where it's not in the Goldilocks zone, but because of uh, internal tectonics and volcanism that there's enough heat yeah, created yeah. under the ice where right. there could be life. Now, whether that evolves beyond the simple the amoeba stage, stage or, correct, yeah, yeah. and into some sort of a sentient being, being that's another question. <laughs> yeah. Now, has it been proven? Did they, did they find... Not necessarily water on Mars, but oh, there's ice. There, there's ice sure. on Mars, and there's and, evidence and of evidence of rivers and stuff. Evidence on Mars, right? of, of a lot of water in the past, yeah. and evidence of an atmosphere, but it just didn't have enough. Yeah, I think it's the mass of the planet that right. sort of it had had it escaped. Right. Real quick before we hit our break here, either of you or Fleegs there watch ever see the show The Hundred, which I think was um like a Pix. Or no, CW show. I want to say, is it like there are either 100 people disappeared and reappeared or like, no, wasn't it something like that? Or they, no? um, they, were sent to, they were sent to Earth after like some sort of, you know, catastrophic event as like a, they were criminals on a, a different a planet? spaceship base. No, oh. not a different planet. Basically, they had to leave Earth because of some, so I forget if it was nuclear okay. or whatever the heck. And Earth was in, inhabit, in, in, uninhabitable yeah. for a period of time. And these adolescents who were essentially criminals in their own society on this spaceship get sent back to see if it's safe. Okay. And then they go back and, and it and it sort of starts from there, but then they end up, you know, time traveling and going right. to other galaxies Sounds and other a little planets. Bit like Twelve and, monkeys. Did you ever see the movie no, Twelve Monkeys? But I'm just it's thinking it's so I'm like yeah. I, I go beyond you guys are talking about our solar system and yeah. I start going beyond like, well, what about no. other yeah. Solar systems, other galaxies. How vast is it? And where I know Big Bang Theory. Fine. Yeah. Where did it all come from originally? How did matter come to be? I don't know. Very deep for five. Yeah, I know. I mean, on a Friday yeah, morning. I, I, the, big, <laughs> the Big Bang. The and Big no, Bang. I understand that, Which, but I, 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 it's I, just forever I understand expanding. it, but I don't understand it at the yeah. same time. I guess is my point, and then that's where you get well, it's, religion it's and philosophical. Well, of course, and you go yeah. down that rabbit hole. It's it's hard to explain. I I'll guess. tell you what. It is hard to explain, I mean, and there's no better segue for an Amy Lawrence Odyssey sportsman. Ah. And it's definitely not on what we're discussing. And I have to admit, I blew it because I get the emails. And I so badly wanted to read the email and have exactly You get the emails with the sportsmen? Yes. Ah. So I so badly wanted to cheat. No, I haven't, though, because I forget. Okay. I would say you could figure today's out. It's it's, it's one of the more common national topics. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers and Jets camp or football. No, No, sorry. You lost. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, you made it. Made it Big all Mac through. made it. That's about it. 30 Boy, seconds. Six hours today. I did it. And you're rewarding yourself for going to see Oppenheimer later. Yes, yeah? I am. Very nice. First movie in the theater without my children. WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.